Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of a Brothers Creed podcast. We're the Thomas Brothers and I'm Ethan. I'm Jared. Together we created this podcast because we really wanted to talk about, learn more about motivation, life experiences, and explore more about life itself. That's right. You can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in the pocket. We will not go quietly into the night. They tell me you're a man with true grit. I am the one who knocks. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever! That's how winning is done! All right, we have a great episode for you today. First, we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves, discuss the podcast, or Brother's Creed, and then we're going to talk motivation, specifically habits. As I mentioned earlier, my name's Ethan. I'm married, have three kids. Uh, number four is on the way. Two boys, a girl, and then number four boy on the way. I was born and raised in North Carolina. After moving around some after college, we ended up settling back down here in, in North Carolina. Something interesting about me is that I, I really like to tinker on cars, motorcycles, anything with, with an engine. Also, I really like woodworking and and doing small projects with metalworking as well in my garage. So ring maker. Yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've done. He's some made cool a few things. rings, a few I knives. Made, yeah, a few rings, a few knives out of out of some different things. So I like to restore old old shop tools and stuff like that too. But um, that's a little bit about me, Jared. You want to tell yeah, me absolutely. So I'm uh, Jared. I'm the older brother, and I uh, not by much though. Uh, only about uh, what eighteen months or something. Yeah, like something. Like, uh, actually, I think it's twenty. But something like who's that. counting? Who's counting? Anyway, uh, we're at, at this point we're so old that it's just like whatever. I also have three kids and one on the way. We timed our kids just perfectly. Nah, we didn't. We didn't do that on purpose. But except for I have three boys and then I have another boy on the way. So uh, I have four boys and Ethan has a girl and my wife is eternally upset <laughs> that we are not having a girl. But she's sorry, coming, you can share mine. Yeah, she's coming to the realization that that's just how it's going to be. Um, so I guess a little bit of myself, uh, similar to Ethan, I guess I, I grew up in North Carolina, Charlotte area, uh, went to school out West, spent some time in Idaho, spent some time in, in Utah, uh, got, uh, degrees in, uh, finance, uh, spent work doing work in finance and, uh, analytics. Um, some of my interests, I have all kinds of interests. I, at one point I was really into cryptocurrencies. I've been, uh, doing a lot of investing. I also like to, at one point I was buying and, and, and fixing up dirt bikes and then reselling them. And uh, I was actually trying to do a flipping contest where I was like, I said to myself, like, I'm going to start with a hundred bucks and then see how much money I can make. And so I would buy something and then sell it and then, and flip, then buy- flip your way to a Ferrari. That's right. I didn't get that far, but I got far enough to like, I got, I made about 400 bucks enough to go Buy a Rock Island 1911. Hey, well, there you go. 45. <laughs> that's, that's that's worth it to me. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. But that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Well, let's get into it. First, we wanted to start off um, talking a little bit about A Brother's Creed and the name of, of the podcast. First is the the brothers, and then second is is what what is a creed. Um, the brothers, well, you've met us, Jared and I, but really the word brothers to us went deeper than just just Jared and I as brothers. It was really to create a, a brotherhood of people, you and us together, working through, I don't know, this, this journey of life and really trying to become the best people that we can. That's right. Yeah, and then the, the Creed part, uh, 
a creed, as defined in the, uh, the Webster's Dictionary, is a set of beliefs, principles, or opinions that strongly influence the way people live or work. And so, you know, when we, when we talk about that, it's what we what we really believe in and the, the things that guide our lives. And so everybody, you know, as, as God fearing men, we're trying to improve ourselves each day. And, uh, and I think everybody should be trying to improve themselves. One time I met a guy, uh, when I was doing construction right after high school and I was trying to tell him something and he said, you know what? Don't talk to me. He said, don't tell me anything. I've lived a long enough life. My brain can't handle anymore. And I was kind of shocked to hear that. <laughs> it's full. I was like, the bus is full. It's, a, it's such a poor mentality that, to think that you've learned everything that there, there is to learn and that you can't learn anymore. But yeah, so that's the creed. And we want it to be, really, this web, this podcast is about exploring pe- other people's creeds. And so the first, we have three tenets of our podcast. And, and the first tenet is motivation. And, that, and there's a reason why that one's first is because we want to motivate people to improve their lives and improve themselves and uh, we can learn that from uh, people around us. And, and that's part of the, the purpose of this podcast is so that we can all be more motivated to, uh, to build our creeds. Yeah, motivation. It's just, everything starts with motivation. That's right. Second one is experiences. Really, we wanted to share some of our own experiences, but as well as hearing other people's experiences. We wanted to uh, get people on the show here and, and, and talk with them and ask them tons of questions about uh, what they do and why they like it, and 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 um, really just learning from from their experiences. I think there's there's a lot of uh, positivity and a lot of hope in in hearing what other people have to say. Yeah, and then with that, we, you know, we our third one is exploration. Uh, it's kind of just exploring what we don't know. I guess you don't know what you don't know, and I think there's a lot of good things out there that um, we can incorporate into our own creeds. Uh, many of you out there have your own beliefs and your own strengths that we would like to add into our own. It's like the Borg. Your likeness will be added into our own, you know? <laughs> so that's that's the idea with exploration. It's a go boldly nowhere no man has gone before. Uh, I've never seen... I know, of course, we're Star Trek fans, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. I think it's really good. Uh, um, and the whole thing is, is that we have these three principles or these three tenets because we feel that at least for us, that this is going to be an opportunity for us to to build our own creed and to to uh, you know become better, uh, just us together, but also us as a as a brotherhood and everybody listening. Uh, we think that that it could be beneficial to to hear other people's experiences and learn what's out there. So so thanks for joining us on this journey. And today we're talking about habits. Habits. So <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna start with a story. You like stories? Yeah, I love stories. Okay. So there was a father that wanted to teach his son about, about habits. So one day they went walking through the garden, and the father looked at his son, and he asked him, Hey, son, uh, how about you go and pick that little flower right there? And the son kind of looked at his dad and said, Okay, all right. So he went down, and he, and he picked up this little flower, and it just popped right out of the ground. I mean, it was, it was just a little tiny flower. And his dad said, Okay. So they kept walking, and then his dad said, Hey, son, how about you, you bend down and you pick up that little... Um, that little plant that's grown out of the ground. And so the son said, okay. So we, he bent down and he grabbed the plant by the stem and he pulled it out and it just came right out, right? The roots and all. They walked a little bit further and they were talking and the, the father looked at his son and said, son, how about you uh, grab that bush and pull that bush out of the ground? And so the son kind of looked at him and said, okay, all right. So he, he went over and he grabbed the bush by the, the bottom, by the stem and he just started pulling with all of his strength. 
and he was pulling and rocking and pulling. I don't know if, if you guys have ever like pulled a, a big stump or a bush out of the ground, but it takes a lot of force. So finally, with all of his strength, he ended up pulling this thing out. It came out of the ground slowly, but he got it out. And his dad said, good job. Now, see that tree over there? He said, go uh, pull that tree out of the ground. And no matter how hard this boy tried, without help, he was not going to be able to, to pull this tree out of the ground. So the definition of habits are a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Um, and there's lots of different definitions of, of habits, but that's one that I, that I kind of liked. So thinking back at the story of the different plants that this boy, was, his, his dad was teaching about habits, was pulling up those plants, the longer that they had time to take root, the longer that they um, grew, the, the stronger those roots got, the, the, the bigger the grip on the ground that it had. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of cool how, uh, how those habits, if, if they're not controlled, they uh, potentially can, can be next to impossible to get out. Um, but talking about that, not all habits are bad. Right, you you have bad habits, but you also have you have good habits. Uh, there's lots of us that, that demonstrate good habits. I mean, let's say I don't know something like brushing your teeth regularly or eating healthy. Those are good habits. Flossing, don't forget that. Yeah, flossing. You know, cleaning up after yourself. Um, saying please or thank you is a good habit. Saving for retirement. I saying think that's yes, good ma'am. Habit. Saying yes, ma'am. I mean, that's we grew up saying yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Yes sir, no sir. So be surprised at what you can get when you say yes, ma'am. It works. <laughs> it does work. Um, I had, a, I had a friend one time, um, I was probably in elementary school and, uh, his, his dad or his parents, they were picking us both up from school at the same time. And, um, we, I, we got in the car and we got in the back seat and, uh, his mom said something along the lines of, you know, Ethan, do you want me to scoop my chair up? And I said, no, ma'am, I'm good. And his dad just flipped out. He was like, oh my goodness, I've never heard that word. And he just was like, that's the most respectful thing I've ever heard in my life. And, he, and then he looked at his son and he was like, you need to say that more often. <laughs> and I was like, and my, my friend just looked at me and like glared at me. And Jeez, I was like, oh, man, whatever. Look at making me look bad. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but those are some examples of some good habits. Then there's bad habits, right? I think we all can think of a million bad habits that maybe we'd like to change. We're going to get into bad habits a little bit further on, but, um, you know, there's, I think we all have a good mixture. We should have, have a mixture of, of, of both. Um, and that's the whole purpose of improving, right? Is Mm -hmm. to, to overcome those. So, uh, the place to start is how habits, both good habits and bad habits are formed. As a Chinese philosopher and writer, and I'm probably going to butcher the name, but it's Lao Tzu. Oh, yeah, Lao Tzu. Oh, yeah, Lao Tzu, yeah. Um, This is what he said. Everybody's heard this quote before, but uh, I've always liked it. So it says, watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character it becomes your destiny. So um, we're going to focus more on the habit part. So thoughts lead to words, lead to actions, lead to habits. And I, I will lead to character. Really, that's the that's the big tree, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes all the way to the end. It develops really who we are. I like that. I like that scripture that says, "As a man thinketh, so is he." Yeah, for sure. Um, that, that was something that Dad always always said that I really liked, um, and kind of thought like you know, using the secret, 
Yeah. Right. Whatever they, you put into your mind. Yeah. Whatever you put in your mind, it, it'll be maybe at the front. It's, if it's your priority, mm-hmm. then you're going to spend more time to go out and specifically search after that thing. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. There, there's a lot of statistics out there on like, you know, forming how much time it takes to form a habit and how much time it takes to, to break a habit. But mm-hmm. I, I found one, it's called the 2190 rule. It was kind of interesting. It said it takes 21 days for a habit to form and then it takes an additional 90 days for it uh, to become a permanent lifestyle change. Um, I, I kind of like that because habits, you know, I, I don't know. Remember when we used to, when we were, uh, Jared and I used to live a lot closer and we would wake up at, what was it, like five o'clock in the morning? Yeah, we go to the gym. We, we go to the gym and pump some iron. Yeah. I mean, it was. Honestly, I mean, I'm not really a morning person, um, <laughs> but at the same point, it, it was it was really fun. But we kind of got into it in that first little while. It was, at least for me, it was hard. And then you kind of build up that resistance and resiliency to it. Yeah. And then and then you you start to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if we did it for a full ninety days because you bought a house and we moved a little, or maybe I bought a house and moved a little bit further apart. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that was kind of where. Um, one of the things that that I understood about habits is that you know they take time. They take time to form, as well as they they take time to to break. Uh, potentially, maybe even longer. I'd say yep. maybe, um, you know, uh, depending on how deep the roots are. Yeah, depending on how deep the roots are. But it's interesting because I was thinking about it. And I was like, well, if it takes twenty one days, you know, air quotes, twenty one days to form a habit, then that's to form a good habit. Potentially, does it take? more time or less time to form a bad habit? I don't know. I mean, I, I was thinking, I was thinking, well, maybe it doesn't really take that long because you think that that habits are kind of created, um, you know, you have habits that are created because it's comfy and cozy, mm-hmm. right? Because it's easy. Or because you or, want some type of uh, yeah. relief. Or, or you want some kind of relief. Or there's habits that are formed from hard work. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, living a healthy lifestyle is not the easiest thing to do. No. Um, but maybe just, you know, order and take out every night. Maybe that's a little bit easier if you can afford it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, so for, for good habits and and for bad habits, you know, like we say, we each, we each have all kinds of habits that we can, that we can probably think about. Um, but really what does that mean? for us in our lives, you know, going back to the boy and the story in the garden, um, are we cognizant of what, what our habits are? Are we, you know, walking through a grove full of trees and there's just tons and tons of trees or are there opportunities for us to maybe bend down and and pick a flower before it grows into, to something, you know, more than it should be? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Talking about, you know, those bad habits, uh, they can be so destructive. Bad habits can really prevent you from accomplishing your goals. They can waste your time, waste your money, uh, jeopardize your health, your relationships, and, you know, sac- you know, your mental health as well as your physical health. You know, if you're eating out every single night or you're never going uh, to work out or never moving your body, uh, that's going to take a toll. And if you're, you know, how many countless uh, marriages have been uh, destroyed and relationships been ruined because of, uh, you know, someone has a bad habit or an addiction. Uh, when thinking about the habits, I felt like there were kind of two categories really there's kind of the simple things that we do every day like uh you know see a couple of examples like biting on your nails or being messy you're chewing with your mouth open that's something we're trying to teach our kids whenever an <laughs> adult luck. whenever an adult does that i just am like oh my gosh 
some people in other countries do that. It's a habit. It's a bad habit. Um, anyway, so like or drinking too much soda, that's some, like a common one, or eating too much sugar. Um, that can actually be pretty serious, uh, depending. But, you know, or like one thing that, uh, one bad habit that uh, for some reason, like the way I brush my teeth, I always get like little spots in the mirror. My wife always gets on my, uh, she always gets on me. She's like, "Why you're always, your side of the mirror is always messed up. I'm like, ah. So I like try to brush my teeth differently. So that <laughs> yeah. it's because she cleans her side of the mirror just so she can say that. Yeah, probably. But uh, so then like you talk about more, there's like actually more serious uh, bad habits, which kind of creep into the realm of addictions. So we talk about cigarettes. Um, that's one of the hardest addictions to break from what I've heard. I don't smoke cigarettes, but you know, there's a whole variety of drugs out there. I think this would say heroin is like one hit and you're addicted immediately. Yeah. I mean, uh, those super like addictions. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that that's just a, maybe a, maybe a more severe habit, but yeah, I mean, so, and then you talk about like things like pornography or, or alcohol addiction and, and, and thinking about these and then thinking about uh, some of the good habits that we have. I feel like the good habits that we have oftentimes are out of, things that we do and a lot of these bad habits are are weaknesses that we have as people and I was just thinking about that in the context of like uh, good versus evil and I was thinking about the the seven deadly sins and uh, can you name all seven deadly sins oh gluttony isn't that one of them that's one uh, was like hate or something or wrath yeah. wrath okay uh, envy mm-hmm. right um Oh man, there was a supernatural episode where they talked about all of them, but I can't remember them. Did you ever see Shazam? Yeah. Not the one that was no, not Kazam, Shazam. <laughs> so what, so, what so anyway, so, so the ones you only got three. That was a that was a hard fail. Uh, so there's um, so basically they can be broken down into three categories, which I I find is pretty cool. So one, the first category is lustful appetite, mm-hmm. and that includes lust, gluttony. So. Uh, gluttony greed and envy so that's kind of falls under the lustful appetite and you can see how in each one of those categories you can have addiction uh, addictions or, or bad habits you know lust you could you could put that under what if you have a sexual addiction or you have a, a pornography addiction or uh, something like that you know that can affect your marriage or your relationships uh gluttony i mean heck that's really easy if you're just eating too much if you're consuming too much whether that's social media or whether that's uh, some people glut themselves on social media every day. Yeah. Uh, no, or food, you know, if you're pounding down cheeseburgers every day, you're probably not going to be in that good at health. And so, or greed, you know, if you're, if all you're focused on is money, then maybe that can be a bad habit. You're a workaholic or something. Uh, and and yeah, you'll, you'll lose sight of other aspects of life that are important. Yeah. And then I think envy is a really good one too. Cause if you think about, you know, people that, you know, say, oh, that guy's doing better than me or, oh, keeping up with the Joneses and like having that mindset, it's like a mindset habit that once you get into that, it can be very toxic and destructive because then instead of rejoicing with those around you, you start comparing and that's just a, a downward spiral. So, yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, we could probably have a whole episode on, on comparing and comparison. Um, but, uh, just a simple quote that I always thought it's like uh, comparison is the what is it like the 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 robber of joy that um, mm-hmm. you know there's always somebody that has a bigger car there's always somebody that has a nicer house there's always someone that goes on a better trip and and if you're constantly seeking out those things and looking at those opportunities and comparing yourself to that mm-hmm. then you can't really enjoy what you have you know Absolutely. maybe you, hey you still have a car you still have something that, that works or whatever else and so um, 
you know, comparison. And I probably suffer from this myself a lot too. And that's kind of why I like to, to, to think about it. And I have in the past is, is how can I not compare, but, uh, but enjoy my own success may, may it be. And then someone else's as well. Yeah. What was that? Like Dan Cook skit where he's talking about like the, he's like, everybody's trying to get the bigger truck. He's like, I'm going to get like a QT 3000, like a cement, like a cement truck or something. (laughs) (laughs) You could drive around the neighborhood and like, he says he's gonna put all his friends in the back and like the roller roll around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so the the next one is uh, the next category. So we have lustful appetite, and we have ir, uh, irascibility, which actually means easily provoked to anger. Um, so that is what you would wrath would fall under that. So just being angry or hateful. Uh, and then the last one, obviously that that can be a, a bad habit to do that. Uh, the last one is, is mind corruption, and, and this is pride and sloth. Now I, I think the definition for slothfulness is just so so timely for this episode and that's why i feel like these categories are really good it's the habitual absence of interest or habitual disinclination to exertion lazy so yeah it's like you're um uh so it's like you're just like sitting around the house and you're like yeah i I would rather just sit here and watch netflix than do anything so (laughs) that is basically slothfulness and hey i like watching netflix but i mean you got to get other stuff done too yeah i mean all day every day uh if you're watching netflix like six hours and at night every day of the week you probably have a bad habit (laughs) what if you multitask what if you're doing that and watching watching youtube videos at the same time and scrolling instagram then you're being productive (laughs) so um also what's interesting about this is it that is the only one of these sins of the seven sins that is a sin of omission. So instead of being a sin of commission where you're doing something that's wrong or doing something that's evil, it's like you're not doing anything and therefore uh, that is a sin in itself. Uh, just be like, oh, and and part of that is like they talk about being slothful, like not fulfilling your duties as a father, not fulfilling your duties as a, as a, uh, it mentioned, it mentioned in the thing about like a priesthood holder or like a, like the priests doing their religious duties. But you could say that about any person, like a family man teaching his kids about uh, God and teaching his kids about what the right things are to do and the wrong things to do. And so shirking that responsibility is a sin in itself. So we talk about all, all habits. There can be bad habits, but really those bad habits, there's a reason why we have them. And then really it's because they provide some type of a benefit for us. So the benefit could be biological or it can be emotional. Uh, a lot of times I feel like those are, they can be emotional. Um, they help us cope with stress or like biting your nails or tapping your foot or clenching your jaw or overeating or, you know, what myriad of different things, they help us deal with that stress of life. So really the way to change that is to replace it with a good habit. And that's how we, that's how we get to uproot the bad habits is replacing it with a good one. So simply stopping a bad habit like smoking cold turkey some people can do it but most people can't because unless you replace that with something new a new uh stimulus then you're just basically gonna go back to what you were doing previously uh it won't last it won't last very long so one of the things i want to dive into is there's a a book called the atomic habits by james clear and he's got some great uh, resources on his website uh about his approach to habits and 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 what how they're built and what they do. And I wanted to go through one of his uh, kind of cycle of a habit here. So Ethan, if you could help me out with this, I know we both researched this. So first is there is whenever 
there's a problem phase. Uh, and this is a cue, for example. Can you go ahead and explain Yeah, what yeah. A cue so is. the cue is kind of like a trigger that initiates a behavior, right? A cue is the, the first indication that a reward is near. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, of a cue would be your phone buzzes with a new text message. Now, let's talk about the next problem phase is the craving. Yeah, so the craving is the motivational force behind every habit. So without motivation, well, there is no habit because if you don't want to do something, then then you know, you're not going to go out and do it if you're too lazy or whatever else it might be. But what you crave is not the habit itself, but it's the feeling or that that that, that habit gives you. Yeah, so in this case like your first the cue was your phone buzzes with a new text message. The craving would be you want to learn the contents of that message. And so That goes into the solution phase. You're like, okay, what am I going to do about that? Uh, And then... So you have the response. mm -hmm, So after the craving is the response. The response is the actual habit itself. So it's it's what? Pulling out your phone and and looking at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then that's that's exactly what it is. Grab your phone and read the text. And then the next one is the reward. Yeah, so the reward is the end goal of every habit. It's the, the the satisfying of that specific craving. And so it, it, it also teaches us what actions that are worth it in the future, right? So exactly. So satisfying your craving in this example, grabbing your phone becomes associated uh, with your phone buzzing. So just a few more examples. For example, one of the ones I thought was uh, pretty good uh, here was the cue would be you hit a stumbling block on a project at work. And then the craving is you feel stuck and want to relieve your frustration. I think everybody has dealt with this. Mm-hmm. And so the, so the response and your solution phase, you're like, what should I do? Well, you pull out your phone and you start checking social media because it's a way to re- decompress, decompress or to relax stress. a little bit. Yeah. And so the reward is you satisfy your craving to feel relieved. Checking social media becomes associated with feeling stalled at work. So you're like, I'm stalled at work. What do I do? How do I cope with this? I go to social media. I go to do this. Uh, for what, one, of the, one other example here is you wake up in the morning. That's the cue. Uh, the craving is you want to feel awake and alert. And so the response is, well, I, you drink a cup of coffee. And the reward is you satisfy the craving to be alert. Uh, by And drinking coffee becomes associated with waking up. And so I think the, you know one, one of the things he talks about in his book is that, and on his website is that sometimes people... For example, they like drinking not because of they like the actual alcohol, but because they like dropping those barriers. They like being in a, in, in a place where they can just let loose and they can really get to know people and, and be social. And they feel like alcohol helps them does that, the social lubricant, if you will. And so um, that is an example of, of how those that cycle works. Pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And... Uh, I kind of liked how how the response that it's not so much that we crave the the we don't crave the the actual cup of coffee or we don't crave the um the the pulling out your phone you crave what what it does for you you crave the the feeling of the the the, the coffee you know the energy that it gives you or you crave the the feeling of the 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 feeling a, a text message gives you when someone reaches out yeah so one uh so he also goes through the ways to break a bad habit. So I'm going to walk through those. Uh, first of all, I talked about this. You have to choose a substitute for your bad habit. When you're urging, when your urge or craving comes, what will you do? So that's why we walked through those different steps. The, the problem phase of the cure and the craving and then solution phase of the 
response and the reward. So you have to understand that. Say, okay, I'm feeling a cue. I'm feeling stuck at work. Now I want to relieve that stress. And once, if you can kind of nip it in the bud, I guess they could, I guess they say, or, or stop it before it gets too off course, then you can divert it and say, okay, maybe instead of doing that, uh, I, I can t- just go get a drink of water uh, and, or maybe just take a break for just five minutes. Um, so it helps you. So identifying where that, that bottleneck is or where you start to do that bad habit is important. Next is cut out as many triggers as possible. So quit your job and stop working. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But like, obviously there, we're going to have stressors in our life and, and we're going to have things. But if, if there are triggers that um, you can, you can uh, eliminate, uh, then let's eliminate those. You know, for example, if you are uh, trying to stop taking uh, methamphetamines and then stop hanging out with people who do meth. That's uh, a good idea. You know, Get away from Heisenberg. You know, he's like, dude, we're not going to hang out anymore because that is a trigger. When I'm around you, you're bringing up this stuff and that's a trigger for me. And so there's things that we can avoid. Uh, and also just realizing your triggers will help you. Uh, that's kind of your cue. And you can help uh, understand how to how react to that. Yeah, so cha- changing that environment, I think, is huge. Exactly. In fact, that's what I had here. So sometimes our environment makes it easier for your bad habits and harder for you for your good habit. So change your environment uh, allows you to... Uh, change your outcome so the next one is join forces with someone so this is kind of an, an accountability partner so sometimes you know with you know i know the alcoholics anonymous they'll have someone you have a sponsor or a mentor and if you're having a tough time you can call them up and say hey man i'm really having a tar- hard time here can you help me out uh, and this is true not just for like addictions but if you say hey man i want like you and i we wanted to go to the gym we both wanted to go to the gym so it was it hey let's go to the gym and if you're not there in the morning i'm gonna harass you for at least a couple days and so it's that never like, happened, by the way. Yeah. So well, it's, it's okay. uh, well, maybe it did once. That's but. why accountability is so important because you can actually you hold each other accountable, and you're more likely to do it uh, than just do on your on your own. Uh, the next one is surround yourself with people who support you. So friendly environment. So that kind of goes back to uh, choosing the right environment and people who support you. Tell people about your goal. If you say, "Hey, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start eating healthy," tell people about it. Uh, so that, that this is a little bit different than an accountability partner, but you know they say, "Oh, yeah, you're trying to eat healthy." So or if you're trying to stop drinking, tell people that you're trying to stop drinking so that when you're at a party next time, they're like, oh, he's trying to stop drinking. I I didn't drink when I was in high school. And so when I was at a party, a lot of my friends would be like, Jared doesn't drink. So I'm not going to offer him a drink. They supported you in that because yeah. it was just kind of like your stance. Yeah, that was my stance. And so they, they just uh, supported me in that. So the next one is to uh, visualize yourself succeeding. So... Uh, that's what we talked about earlier. As a man thinketh, so is he. So if you visualize yourself overcoming those cues, overcoming those cravings, and and directing that energy to something better, uh, then that is part of the the goal as well. And so and then at the end, there's a, a guy named Stephen Cab, uh, Camb. Uh, he talks about avoiding negative self talk. He says when you screw up, skip a workout, eat bad foods, or sleep in, it doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human. Welcome to the club. So. Be easy on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Everybody is struggling through this life. Everybody has some type of weakness. And we're given given weaknesses so that we can be humble, right? And we have to work through that to try to improve. That's the part. That's basically the purpose of this whole podcast is to try to improve our lives and and adopt those things which are good. And so, you know, I just wanted to just round it out at the end here on these these negative uh, bad habits. The, The framework really is identify the routine, experiment with new rewards. So sometimes... Your reward is not really that good. So you say, oh, I usually do social media, 
but doing 10 push-ups instead, you know, I get all sweaty and I just don't like that. And, and it's not very good. So maybe something that's equally, that's, that's different. You have to experiment with new things to try to replace that. Uh, then you isolate the cue and have a plan what you're going to do. Now, one of the quotes I like from uh, Bryant Mitchell is, the secret to permanently breaking any bad habit is to love something greater than the habit. So I think that's pretty powerful. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it, um, you know, if something motivates you more than the initial motivation, then, you know, it can help you overcome and help you. Uh, maybe that's the maybe that's the help that that young man needed to come in and bring a bulldozer in to help pull that tree out, you know, it was a little bit of a little bit of help. I think all those things that we talked about were were really good. Yeah. And so kind of a, just I know you shared one of your, one of your stories and uh, about uh, habits and your own quotes. I just wanted to share one of mine here at uh, kind of towards the tail end of, this, of our podcast. Uh, the way I think I like to think about habits is that it's kind of like on an old dirt road. If you if you get a lot of cars that go through there, you see that a trucks they'll leave ruts uh, in the road, and the more trucks that go over that spot, the more ruts they're going to leave. And that's kind of like our habits is that like after a while, it's like that's the only place you can go is in that rut because everywhere else you can't drive it. And I, I was just thinking about one time when I was riding a dirt bike uh, that I had purchased and fixed up. I, I'm not a, an aficionado on dirt bikes, but I, I bought a couple of them and fixed them up. And then one of my buddies took me out. And he's like, "Yeah, let's go dirt biking." And so we're out in the woods, and I'm, just, I'm like amateur hour man. I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I, I borrowed some like equipment, so some like shin guards and stuff, and some boots and a helmet and stuff from a buddy. Actually, I bought a helmet from a guy who had a broken arm. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, uh. I was like, how'd you break your arm? He's like, dirt biking. I was like, did you smash your head? And he's like, the helmet really helped. And I was like, so I bought it for like 20 bucks off him. He's like, my wife says I can't dirt bike anymore. And so I was like, all right. So anyway, I was riding on this dirt road and there was these big ruts in the road. And I was, I was trying to navigate that and I didn't know how to, to either go in the rut or out of the rut. And I was amateur hour, like with that dirt bike. And so I like went in one of the ruts and then I was trying to get out to, to follow my buddy and getting out of that rut was really tough, especially when you only have two wheels. Uh, and I ended up like totally biffing it and just like, I didn't crash hard. I just kind of like laid the thing down. I, I stopped and I, and then I kind of, I, I didn't crash hard, but I, I did kind of crash. <laughs> you did, we'll just say you skid slightly across the ground. Yeah. I just kind of like it was, laid, it, it, laid it over. A little it's bit. between laying it over and, uh, and, crashing and that's and so i was like man that sucks but wait, my buddy didn't see me so i was like oh it didn't happen <laughs> but now everybody knows so uh, so that's kind of how i think of habits and uh one quote i want to share here at the end was that uh, this is a quote by aristotle he said we are what we repeatedly do excellence then is not an act but a habit and i think that's such a cool thing i've heard that before is that whatever you repeatedly do whatever roots are going in to the ground that's who you're going to be and that goes right along with your quote that you said earlier so uh yeah i like that i like it a lot well this has uh been a great first episode i think yeah i think so too yeah i think it's been good well thanks for joining us everybody for the first podcast of a brother's creed yeah thanks for thanks for joining us uh we're going to come up with the next a couple more episodes in the next few days uh we're usually going to do about uh two episodes a month and uh, every other week is when we'll do it. Uh, we usually release, we'll try to release episodes on Wednesdays. And uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, a.brothers.creed uh, on Instagram, so you can uh, keep up to date on 
what's going on with us, upcoming episodes, and uh, yeah, keep in the loop. A bunch of cool content. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's build a creed together. 